Hi, and welcome to the Raw, Real, and Rebellicious podcast. My name is Michelle Rebel Coops, and as a personal branding coach, I guide and mentor high-achieving professionals and entrepreneurs to liberate themselves from the invisible shackles that keep them from expressing themselves authentically and unapologetically in work, life, and even love. I believe we can all become our own powerhouse and become true leaders of our lives. So let's explore how you can become who you're meant to be, a free, radiant, joyful, and juicy creature of love who takes charge like a true leader does. It is no secret that I like to stir shit up. And especially on Facebook lately, I have been very expressive in my opinion when it comes to certain things that we find normal or that we have um, accepted as being the norm. Specifically, I spoke about titties and wearing bras. Now, before you <laughs> uh, question what I'm going to speak about, let me say that it's actually, actually about something that is bigger than that. So I have no judgment to the people who wear a bra, who don't wear a bra, Personally, my opinion is that the more free our body is, the better. Um, I know that a lot of women, for example, they don't even like wearing a bra. It feels uncomfortable and as soon as they come home, they take it off. But because in society we have um, judged the female nipple <laughs> as being too sexual, uh, that's why we're covering this up. now. Of course, I know that there are exceptions. There is women out there who have bigger breasts and for them it is really painful to um, not wear a bra. I'm not talking about that, okay? Just bear with me for a little bit and just think about this idea, this concept of wearing a bra, which is so normal that I've actually had friends or acquaintances ask me, so you're not wearing a bra again, and they actually have to get used to that. They don't know how to hug me, for example, because, oh my God, I might feel a nipple against my body. Or they will frown, it, they will, it, it's frowned upon. They will have an opinion. Personally, I don't care. I'm just really interested. How come we have these rules? How come it's completely okay for men to wear a t-shirt, to even wear no t-shirt <laughs> and go uh, bare, you know, just have their, just show their nipples in public. It is okay for them, but it's not okay for women. These are rules that have been created by society. That is a fact because, you know, there's, there are cultures out there where the female breasts are actually, um, you know, just out there they show it it is very natural for them they uh, don't over sexualize it it doesn't mean that a man cannot have pleasure uh, touching them or that a woman cannot experience pleasure uh, being touched or that they but but other than that you know it is something that we're creating ourselves and it's the same with nudity in general I just created another post about nudity which um, we were born naked. When you think of it, we're born naked. And because other people feel uncomfortable, we keep our clothes on. Let's say that it's a really hot day, you know, and it's it, the sun is shining. It is absolutely warm enough to just go outside and be naked. We don't do that because we might get punished. 
I mean, the rules in our society prevent us from being out there naked unless you go to a nudist beach or, you know, some kind of designated area for it. Or in your, even in your own home, it can be frowned upon. You know, you might have a roommate, or in my case, I remember that my ex actually felt really embarrassed when I would walk around naked because the neighbors might potentially see me from across the street in a different apartment. Something, to be honest, I couldn't care less about them in my own home. If they want to look at me, look at me. It's not like they're, like my breasts are going to disappear from them looking at me. Now, I know I'm quite free in that and maybe a little bit controversial, but the thing is that I'm, what I want to speak about here is not about whether nudity should be, uh, we should all be naked on the street. Um, I'm not saying that. Um, you should definitely do what you feel comfortable with, but that is the exact thing what it's about. You should do whatever you feel comfortable with. And that means that maybe you need to look at, maybe we all need to look at the status quo and question the rules that we have created over many and many, many years. I'm talking hundreds of years. The reason why women's bodies are overly sexualized and something that we should be ashamed of, we should be ashamed of our nipples, we should be ashamed of so many body parts of us, we shouldn't show that, is because of the influence of the church many, many years ago. And it's just a result of a patriarchy in our society that we might need to have a second look at because it doesn't really work for us. I mean, hundreds of years ago, the female ankle was considered to be super, super sexual. Something that you don't just show. It was like, oh my God, I saw her ankle. Yeah, we changed that as a society. And I believe that maybe it is time for us to also look at other, um, yeah, paradigms when it comes to who we are. Because the thing is that it's not really about the body, it's about the shame behind it. The longer we are shamed for who we are, whether it's our body, our nipples, our genitalia, or maybe shamed for certain choices that we make in the way that we live our lives, as long as pe other people keep judging that, we will never feel entirely free unless you can free yourself of the opinion of others, obviously, which is another podcast. And if you're interested in listening to that, I would recommend that you check out podcast episode three. If you don't care about that, then congratulations, you have liberated yourself. But a lot of people are definitely not there yet. A lot of people still care about other people's opinions. They care about being acknowledged, about being validated, about getting some permission. And it's also very natural. You know, it's also very human to want that. But this also stops us from really looking at whether the rules that society has created for us, whether they work for us. Some rules might not work for us and might not be in our best interest. It might be that right now you're, you're, you have certain habits that are only responsive to society's norms and rules and expectations. It might even be that those, those habits are not something that you would... <laughs> Um, you would continue with if these expe expectations weren't there. And it's very simple to come up with example. It is, um, for example, um, with women wearing makeup, men wearing no makeup. Men are expected to dress in a certain way as well. 
Whereas women, we have so many opportunities to express ourselves in clothing. We can wear pants, we can wear skirts and dresses and all of that. For men, it's always pants. Why? And I know, yes, thank God that there's more <laughs> men embracing that and we are opening up slowly to other paradigms and other ways of thinking about that, especially in certain communities and specific, very specific communities. This is a lot more tolerated. But wouldn't it be beautiful if we could let go of those very um, arbitrary rules and just let each other be? So if there's a man who likes to wear dresses, he can still be a very masculine man. But, you know, what if that would be okay? How amazing would that be? Now I'm talking about now I'm talking about things that have to do with our body and the way that we dress and the way that we express ourselves in, in, in visible stuff, obviously. This is, um, but this also applies to how we behave, how we make choices in our lives. I already mentioned it a little, a little bit before. So one of the examples that I really love coming up with is, the, is how we relate how we experience love, how we love others. There is a paradigm in our society, which is changing, thank God. But the, the traditional paradigm is that in relating, in ro romantic relating, you choose a partner. Now, thank goodness, it doesn't matter anymore if that's a man or a woman or whatever, you know, you just, you know, you, you have a partner. And you choose a way of relating to that person generally based on how you've been brought up and what is accepted in our society. Mostly this will be a monogamous one-to-one -one relationship. Now having said that, you might have seen, you might see it around you or not, I don't know in what community you, 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 um, you are obviously, but there are people questioning this paradigm. They're question, they are questioning whether this form of relating is the best for them. I've always questioned it, to be honest. I have always questioned whether the status quo for relating should be a monogamous relationship. And I've always felt that it's something that would not necessarily do justice to me and all of me. And it took me years, years to accept this part within myself because I got so many comments, so many questions. Whenever I would say, you know, I, I don't really believe in monogamy, people would say, yeah, but you can choose that. And it's true. You can choose that if it resonates with who you truly are on the inside. But the thing is that, you know, it shouldn't just be a default setting. It should be a conscious choice. It should be a conscious choice because you've questioned the status quo. You've tuned in deep inside, you know, within yourself and asked yourself, what is it that I need? What is it that I want? And why do I really want it that way? Why would I choose a monogamous relationship? Is that only because that way I know I'm safe? That way, at least I know I'm the only one in my partner's life. Because if that's the reason, then this is actually externally driven. And this is all based on us not feeling complete or not feeling good enough. And that might actually be a very interesting entrance into ourselves to work on our self-image, to work on healing and knowing that we are enough. And I know that <laughs> ethical non-monogamy or a non-monogamous relationship will trigger the, sh the shit out of you. 
That is a fact. <laughs> Ask me how I know. And at the same time, this way, you, I, the way I experience it, because I fully accepted who I am in this case, I navigate relating in a different way and everything that I encounter within myself, like the triggers, the fears, and everything that comes up is an opportunity for me to look inward. And that is something that I find very fascinating, that instead of projecting my fears onto others, I can actually tune into myself. But I do that because I've really questioned whether the status quo is for me or whether it's not. For me, relating and the way I choose to relate in my love life um, doesn't include monogamy. Because I just feel that for me, it's very natural to love multiple people. Like I can love all my friends in a very different, unique way. I can love my family members in a very different, unique way. We can have so much space in our hearts. Our hearts are endless pools of love, like endless. It's like never-ending love <laughs> within ourselves. There is abundance. So for me, it doesn't make any sense why I would have to limit that to one romantic partner. That doesn't mean that I would necessarily want to have multiple relationships for me at this point in my life. I would rather um, choose a primary partner and have other partners on the side. But there are plenty of people out there in the poly polyamorous society that don't even believe in that hierarchy. They are like, they have multiple relations on the side. And how beautiful is that? And the thing is, they tuned into you know, tuned in, they looked inward, asked themselves, you know, what is true for me? What is my way? What is my way of relating? What is my, my way of living life? How do I want to do this? How do I want to show up? And that is what it's about, really. It's about consciously looking inward and questioning whether what we're doing now, how we're living our lives, whether that is doing justice to who we truly are. And that question can become so interesting, that can be so profound when you start answering those questions. This is what leadership is about. Questioning the status quo on every level, whether it's relating, whether it's about yourself and your look and how you express yourself, whether it's about your body and your body image, or whether it's even in your business life. And actually, that is something that I work on the most with my clients. Like, how do you show up in your business life? Who has decided for you what is professional? Who has decided for you what it means to be an authority in your field? Because the thing is that most people will present themselves and show up in a way that they think is expected. Because the status quo decides that you should be confident all the time. The status quo has decided that we need to dress in a certain way, that there is that we need to be result orient oriented, that we need to be we need to value certain things. The problem is that these values mean something different to everyone else and a lot of people forget to question or to give meaning to these values themselves. Here is an opportunity for all of us to look at our values, you know, to look at what is important to me in my life. What do I want to experience in my personal life as well as in my business life? Because the funny thing is, 
our brain doesn't even know the difference. There's just life. So what is it that you want to experience? And of course, different areas in your life will nourish different parts of you. But still the question is, how do you want to show up there? What, do, what is it that you want to experience? How can you give meaning to that in your way, in a way that does you justice? Not because it serves others, not because it lives up to the expectations of society, not because you're that way you are fitting into the idea that people have of how you should be. No, because you have questioned the status quo. You have created your own rules. And because you've questioned your own values and, its, and their meaning, and you've given it a new meaning in your way, because that serves you and it serves the people around you. That is really what it's about. And that's why, you know, whether you wear a bra or don't wear a bra, do it because you choose to consciously. Don't do it or not do it because someone else, for example, me, tells you not to wear a bra. Make your own choices here and, you know, live your own truth. I hope that helps. Have a wonderful day. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're hungry for more, please check out my Brand Rebel app in the App Store or the Play Store. Just simply type in Be a Brand Rebel and you will find it instantly. It's free and it's fun. For now, have a magical day. Stay raw, stay real, and stay rebellicious.